Air pollution is a growing problem in many parts of the world, as is an increasing incidence of lung and breathing problems. Although that link is clear, what we don't know is exactly how bad air damages our lungs at the molecular level. Katani has been hearing how. I'm here in the outskirts of London at the former National Institute for Medical Research, now part of the Francis Crick Institute and set to move to new labs near King's Cross in the heart of the capital. For many parts of London and other cities in the UK and around the world, air pollution is a big issue. Now a new study from researchers at the Crick has uncovered an important link between the chemicals in air pollution and how they affect the tiny hairy or ciliated cells in our lungs. I spoke to researcher Andreas Vack to find out more. Our findings essentially show that air pollution distracts away a factor that is crucial for the generation of ciliated cells and therefore air pollution reduces the generation of ciliated cells that are important for cleaning out the lung. Since we breathe in all day long, we breathe in particles, we breathe in bacteria, and one of the ways to get rid of them is simply get them stuck to the mucus you have on your airways and then transport this mucus out of the airways again. So it's kind of sweeping out the rubbish? Exactly. What do we know about how air pollution, the molecules in in the polluted air, are affecting these little brushy cells in the lungs? Air pollution contains molecules that can bind to the aryl hydrocarbon receptor, which we abbreviate AHR. Uh, When these ligands bind to AHR, AHR would switch on a gene program that allows detoxification. So the essential idea is you have pollution, the molecule we study senses this pollution and switches on detoxification. What we found in this study is that the same molecule, HR, is also important for the development of these brush-like cells. Therefore, what happens is when you have a lot of pollution that the HR gets so busy with switching on the detoxification program that it essentially forgets about um, the other role it has and that is to generate multiciliated cells, these brush-like cells in the airways. And what's the problem with that? Why is it bad that these cells are concentrating on getting rid of this stuff instead of making new cells? Since the mucus that lines the airways has to be transported out, if you don't generate new ciliated cells, it means at some point you will run out of the a cilia beat that will transport the mucus and uh, then you have a problem because your lung could simply fill up with the mucus that is produced by the other cells. Ew, uh, that sounds absolutely <laughs> disgusting. But what, what would be the, the health conditions associated with, with that kind of stuff happening? These people have chronic infections. These people have chronic lung problems. So it is known that um, you need these ciliated cells to keep your lung clean and to not get infected. So how are the polluting chemicals, how are they breaking that connection and stopping these cells from working properly? Yeah, that we really don't know yet. So this is something we will try to work out in the in the coming years. Um, essentially, what we find is that the aryl hydrocarbon receptor can bind to certain genes when you have air pollutants around and it binds to a different set of genes when you try to switch on the ciliated program. 
Now, what dictates or what tells the HR receptor to go to one set of genes in one situation and to a completely non-overlapping different set of genes in the other situation, we don't know. So none of this is clear so far, and this will keep us busy for, for the next years to come. Andreas Vag speaking with Katani. He's based at the Francis Crick Institute, and that research he was discussing was published in the journal Nature Communications.